Yo, it's your boy, the host with the most. I'm Chris the Dom One. Welcome to another episode of the I'm Chris the Dom One podcast, episode five, season one. Without further ado, let's get into today's topic. But before we begin, I like to throw out a little disclaimer, okay? I feel like when you judge or when you're critical of a company or a personality, you'll have people coming out of the woodwork either doing one or two things, either defending uh, this company or personality, or they take it very personal. You're not being critical of the person or the corporation. You're just being critical of the decisions that they have made thus far. And I think a lot of people out there can't distinguish the two. I'm going to be talking about Irvin Magic Johnson. But before I begin, I want to give a lot of kudos, sort of say, about Irvin Magic Johnson as a player. I feel like Irvin Magic Johnson as a player, uh, he revolutionized the game of basketball, particularly at the point. Uh, Irvin Magic Johnson was LeBron James before LeBron James was LeBron James, okay? Uh, Irvin Magic Johnson had great court vision. Uh, Irvin Magic Johnson, uh, you know, had a killer mentality, Irvin Magic Johnson could play multiple positions and he demonstrated it throughout his career. Uh, he could play the point, the two, the three guard, the uh, power forward. And yes, he even played the center position in the finals. Irvin Magic Johnson, you can't deny the things he did on the court in the NBA. Personally, Irvin Magic Johnson should be on, if there was a Mount Rushmore for NBA uh, Hall of Fame NBA players, Irvin Magic Johnson face should and deserve to be on that Mount Rushmore. But Irvin Magic Johnson, as an executive, as a fixture in the front office, that's what we're going to tackle and that's what we're going to address and that's what we're going to talk about. Okay. I'm not going to go into Irvin Magic Johnson trying to dabble into late night talk shows, you know, because that's more entertainment than uh, sports business. Uh, You know, uh, even though he, he he tried, he tried his hand in it. It just did not work. You know, you know, a lot of people, when they defend Irvin Magic Johnson, particularly his decisions in the front office, uh, they point to how Irvin Magic Johnson is a mogul uh, when you're talking about business, you know, and uh, please believe he's he's been hustling and he's been very successful as an entrepreneur when it comes to owning Burger King, Starbucks, Magic Johnson, movie theaters. He has made a lot of money uh, doing that as a mogul, very successful. But we're not talking about Irvin Magic Johnson, the mogul. We're not talking about Irvin Magic Johnson, the late night talk show host. We're not talking about Irvin Magic Johnson, the player. We're, I'm talking about Irvin Magic Johnson as a front office executive president of basketball operations. And you don't even have to go far uh, than last year. You can you can you can see the T lines, the T, you can see the force from the tree, sort of say, when you talk about Irvin Mac Johnson as a head coach for the Los Angeles Lakers. Yes, Irvin Mac Johnson used to be a head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers. 
didn't coach the team no more than 10 games and and said he had enough. He could not identify or understand today's players in that era. Think about that for a second. He quit and his reasoning behind him quitting was he could not identify nor communicate with today's players at that time, at that juncture. Okay. Fast forward to when Jeannie Buss uh, promoted Irvin Maddie Johnson as president of basketball operations. Think about that for a second. President of basketball operations. Okay. Not the most glamorous job. Okay. President of basketball operations, you're going to have to do a lot of recruiting. You're going to have to go to a lot of gymnasiums that are not popular by any stretch of the imagination. You're going to go to trips like to Indiana, to Chicago, to Kentucky. You're going to, you know, you're not going to be president of basketball operations and go to Paris. You're not you know, and recruit in Paris. You're not going to be president of ba- a basketball operation and go to Fiji to do some recruiting there. You're going to go to places that are undesirable, but they're basketball meccas when it comes to factories producing athletic talent. Okay, president of basketball operations. Also, uh, you're the guy. You're the first one in. You're the last guy out. Okay, you're going to constantly be in the office. Okay, Uh, you're going to be in the boardroom trying to uh, fit certain salaries and who you're going to keep on your team, who you're you're not going to keep on the team. You're the decision maker. You're the guy when uh, things are bad, the press is going to attack you. But when things are rolling and then things are good, you're 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 probably gonna be on bottom of the list in the press mind, so to say, of the architect of why this team is so or this organization is so successful. Okay, it's not the most glamorous job. Okay, it's the job where you're not gonna get a lot of credit when things go right, but when things go wrong, you're the first one uh, to blame. It's that type of job. It's a full-time job, not a part-time job, okay? Let me repeat that again. It's a full-time job. It's not a part-time job. No vacations, no off days, okay? Irvin Magic Johnson, when he was president of basketball operations, on his watch, traded D'Angelo Russell. Now, before I get into this, I first like to state this for the record. Yes, D'Angelo Russell was very childish and very immature, uh, particularly in the Lakers organization. That's the same player that got uh, Swaggy P to lose his relationship with, uh, I forgot the rapper's name, uh, by basically secretly recording him in a conversation talking about him smashing other girls. Okay. But besides that, very childish, very immature. Okay. But with any new rookie, you have you you have growing pains. You have certain growing pains with certain rookies. They're not going to be completely polished. Rookies, you're going to have to take your time as far as develop uh, developing them physically as well as mentally, making them better men. Okay. 
Urban Magic Johnson traded him on the request of uh, of the of the previous coach that they done fired. I can't think of his name, but he used to play for uh, he used to play with Urban Magic Johnson. They both colluded. They traded him. He went to the Brooklyn Nets, and all I can say about that, as far as his development, it went sky high. Now, D'Angelo Russell had some uh, bumps along the way, uh, you know, particularly uh, last year it, around the All Star break when he was trying to smuggle some controlled substances uh weed in an aluminum can an arizona tea can but if you look at his production as a basketball player he got better when he left the los angeles lakers it wasn't the fact that he was he was bet he was already better he was already on this plateau for the los angeles lakers they just decided to trade for they decided to trade away him he was getting better when he left the organization. Irvin Magic Johnson's decision-making in the draft. When you had the ability and the capability of sign, uh, trading, uh, uh, trading, not trading, uh, drafting Jason Tatum, there was a lot of good, decent players on the board. He chose for Alonzo Ball. Why? Because Alonzo Ball reminded of him. Uh, reminded uh, him of him and he was going to keep him under his wing and uh that was going to be the the that was going to be the point guard the future point guard for the los angeles lakers he also said that you know uh, uh he was going to be his jersey was going to be uh hanging in the raptors they was going to win a championship with alonzo ball alonzo ball reminded him so much of himself Lonzo Ball can't stay healthy for a whole entire season, been in and out of the lineup. And, uh, you know, even though he's passive, he pass first and shoot later. He just, he just simply don't have uh, a killer mentality or a shooting type mentality where he wants to some, it's going to be some situations where he's going to take the ball and take those big shots, but a decent player. Since they traded him, a lot of people thought his father was going to get in the way of his growth and his development. And Alonzo Ball has not changed since the time he was drafted from the Los Angeles Lakers. A lot of people want to blame Luke Walton. A lot of people want to blame uh, everyone's, uh, everyone else in the organization. But that was Magic Johnson's decision when he could have gotten Jason Tatum. He could have kept just think about this for a second. The Demarcus Russell, he could have he could have kept him, got Jason Tatum, and that would have been a pretty damn good tandem, don't you think? Particularly when this upcoming free agency, you knew you knew that was a bad choice and a bad decision when the Los Angeles Lakers organization was trying to sign Demarcus Russell. That's sad. You just you, you drafted this guy. And now you're in discussions of signing him as a free agent. What does what do that say about Irvin Magic Johnson as far as player of basketball operations? You want more? I got more. 
last year, he signed a lot of players. But the biggest player he got, and I have to give him credit for this, is LeBron James. But really, let's look at that LeBron James signing. Is it more so the fact that it was Irvin Magic Johnson came to his home and changed his mind? Or was it the simple fact was uh, LeBron James already made up his mind and was already going to Los Angeles anyway because he had other uh, opportunities in Hollywood? I think it's one of those situations where which which came first, the chicken or the egg? But we'll still give him kudos for that. We also need to give him kudos of signing Lance Stevenson, Rondo, JaVale McGee. I forgot the other player that the Heat drafted, and he's been uh, – a problem. He just been in and out of different lineups and different teams throughout the years. Signed him, signed them all to one year contracts. Magic Johnson thought in his mind we should have playmakers instead of shooters. Though, if anybody has has if anybody has fallen fall, followed LeBron James' uh, successful blueprint is you surround LeBron James with shooters. Urban Major Johnson thought, let's, search, let's surround him with playmakers. And what happened? Even though they got the fourth seed earlier in the season, when LeBron James was injured, had a growing pool, those so-called quote-unquote playmakers could not keep that position. And when and what made matters even worse when LeBron James came back, they still stumbled. Oh, what a difference would have made if they would have gotten shooters. Because if you would have had if you would have aligned LeBron James with shooters and LeBron James missed 20 games, uh Alonzo Ball could fill that role to some aspect. Just throwing it to the shooter, the available shooter. On the corner or on the side, whatnot, same way as Rondo. But that was Irvin Magic Johnson's decision. He wanted playmakers instead of shooters. What made LeBron James successful and winning championships were shooters. Later that year, last year, he also made. He he also was it. Uh, he he also got fined for collusion and tampering on teams that on, on player with players that have already that are already signed with other teams. He was already getting dirty looks from a lot of from uh, uh, a lot of NBA executives, uh, you know. But nobody didn't want to uh, come out and say uh, Urban Magic Johnson is a bad executive. Urban Magic Johnson is bad is 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 terrible as president of basketball operations. Since his time with the Los Angeles Lakers, he pretty much made mistake after mistake after mistake. And the biggest mistake was last year when he couldn't even get the deal done for Anthony Davis. Okay, Anthony Davis wanted to go, wanted to leave of New Orleans Pelicans. Clutch Sports wanted Anthony Davis to lead the New Orleans Pelicans. 
the New Orleans Pelicans didn't mind for Anthony Davis to leave, but they wanted something in return. And what did uh, what did Irvin Magic Johnson did on his first on his first bid as far as trading for Anthony Davis? He gave them an offer that they could refuse. It did not include included Kuzma. It did not include Brandon Ingram. It did not include Josh Hart. It did not include it. Uh, at least the first deal, Alonzo Ball. Even though uh, he uh, there was uh, after he, his second and third opportunities as far as trying to do the right thing, quote unquote, he added Alonzo Ball, but the damage was already done. Uh, the New Orleans Pelicans, uh, the GM for the New Orleans Pelicans, I think his name was Demps. They uh, had enough of Magic Johnson, particularly when he's uh, not only colluding with uh, Anthony Davis, but uh, leaking out information, trying to make New Orleans Pelicans look bad, trying to make them uh, in a position, trying to put them in a position of they had to trade him and they just took whatever the Los Angeles Lakers gave them. And. He could not get that deal done. Which, by the way, when he quit the Los Angeles Lakers as president of basketball operations, and Rob Polinka took that uh, uh, plateau, took that status, over the summer, it didn't even take that long for them to get Anthony Davis because Rob Polinka and the president of basketball operation of New Orleans Pelicans, David Blatch. They knew that that's where he wanted to go. That's where he wanted to be. So they engineered an orchestra, uh, orchestra, or orchestra, orchestrated a trade. <laughs> a lot of people thought that, uh, you know, which by the way, the Lakers, uh, you know, as far as their future picks, they don't have a future with their draft picks because the majority of their future draft picks are with the New Orleans Pelicans. But they had to get that deal done. And to make matters even worse, uh, when they got the deal done, uh, they didn't have enough money uh, to sign another uh, a free agent, top flight free agent like a Kawhi Leonard or Kyrie Irvin. But if you read... Uh, if you uh, if you read a lot of articles, uh, none of those two players were interested in joining the Los Angeles Lakers or the or LeBron James. Even though Kyrie Irving uh, last year sort of kind of mended defenses with LeBron James, he had no desire, no interest to join him in La La Land. He wanted to hook up and join uh, Kevin Durant. Look at Kawhi Leonard. If you read a lot of articles, he had no desire, no interest of joining LeBron James, forming a super team. He did. He despised super teams, and he kind of wanted to do it his way, do his thing. That's why he's a member of the Los Angeles Clippers. But Irvin Magic Johnson, as president of basketball operation, has failed the Los Angeles Lakers momentarily. And what made it even worse for Irvin Magic Johnson, when he quit, he didn't even uh, tell Jeannie Buss, who happened to be his sister, his family, you know, 
was very important in his life. Didn't even give her a phone call or text or anything. Then he got on a first take and pay, and basically saying the Los Angeles Lakers are dysfunctional. Uh, they don't know what they're doing and wouldn't mind buying the Los Angeles Lakers. Now think about that for a second. You know, if that's your family, if that's your sis and you know they're trying to do their best, their due diligence to uh, make this, to put this cart on the right track, so to say, you know, they already been bombarded and been, uh, you know, uh, knocked down a little bit with the news of Magic Johnson leaving them. OK, now you got Rob Polinka, uh pretty much, uh, you know, uh, as as far as the Lakers organization is trying to rebound from this. You know, because uh, at that time, uh, it was, uh, you know, a lot of people thought that they was they was going to be unable to get Anthony Davis. But the deal got done. And by him going on first take, it put a sour taste in a lot of other players that were probably entertaining the notion of joining the Los Angeles Lakers. I, you know, I personally did not see, I did not see none of those key free agents interested in joining the Los Angeles Lakers anyway, but I digress. Okay. But it put a stain on them, made them a laughing stock in the NBA and they rebounded real fast by not only uh, completing the Anthony Davis trade, but some uh, uh, signings that they got in free agency. So, this 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 dysfunctional organization technically this dysfunctional organization got better when you left it's in better hands personally Irvin Magic Johnson as well as Rob Palenka was learning on the job was learning on the job and that's the worst thing you could do hiring somebody that really don't have experience in the position that you hired them for. They're basically learning on the job. Rob Palenka was a former agent, okay? Irvin Magic Johnson was a former player, even though that's decades ago. Uh, Irvin Magic Johnson, as a businessman, a very successful businessman, a very successful business mogul, but when it comes to a basketball business as player of operations, he was inexperienced and he had uh, demands as far as being president of the basketball operation. He said he didn't want to be in the office full time. He still he, he told Jeannie Buss, look, I want to be I want to go in and out, come in, uh, come in when I want to leave when I want to. That was a bad that was a bad recipe of not being very successful, which by the way, Jeannie Buss is kind of learning as she's going along as being owner of the Los Angeles Lakers. She's learning this as she's going as as she's going on with it. That that's why you see you hear so many articles of of the Ramses family having interests, having some type of input where Jeannie Buss is listening, you know, having uh She's listening to different people uh, that are that used to play for the Los Angeles Lakers, used to work for the Los Angeles Lakers. You know, so she's learning on the job just as much as Urban Magic Johnson learning on the job, just as much as Rob Polinka learning on the job. And when you got when you got 
Uh, so many people learn on a job and they're in high profile position, decision making decisions, uh, uh, positions. Uh, it's, it's only a recipe for disaster. But how they rebounded, you know, from Irvin Magic Johnson quitting on them without even uh, notifying them sooner. Him going on first take, pretty much trashing the organization. They're signing Anthony Davis and signing other key free agents. That team is a is a whole lot better now than they were when Irvin Magic Johnson had it. When Irvin Magic Johnson had it. Once again, before I end this podcast, I want to state this for the record. I'm not attacking Irvin Magic Johnson, the player. I'm not attacking Irvin Magic Johnson, the person, Irvin Magic Johnson, uh, the mogul, the businessman, the very successful businessman. I'm only attacking Irvin Magic Johnson as far of as far as his decision making as player of basketball operation. And I feel like a lot of teams could learn from this. You, you can't hire someone in a prestigious position of president of basketball operation and hire them only as a part-time employee. It's a full-time, a full commitment. You're going to you're going to sacrifice a lot being president of basketball operations. You're going to miss a lot of Christmases, you're going to miss a lot of holidays, you're going to miss a lot of birthdays, you're going to miss a lot of vacation time, you're going to miss a lot of me time. When you're president of basketball oper- when you're president of basketball operation, it's not a me thing. It's a it's you committing to a we thing. And that's that's all I gotta say on this. Um tell me what you guys think. Uh give give this podcast uh, a review, give it a uh, a, a five star rating, give it whatever rating you want to give it. I will talk to you guys on the I will talk to you guys on the next episode. It's your boy and I'm out of here. One